Leviathan Haunt. Howdy and welcome aboard to my podcast. I'm the captain, Shaibaku of the Dead, and every single audio log, I'll be talking about anything and everything that comes to my mind and is of interest to me. That's including spoilers, so you have been warned. A really good way to support me is by listening to these audio logs on either Audius or Odyssey, since each audio log is uploaded at least 10 days in advance before being available everywhere. The link to those and all my social medias are in the .car link in the show notes. So strap in, because we're about to take off. Well, howdy and welcome to audio log number 11. So I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be real with you guys. I actually recorded audio log 11 a few weeks before the timing of this recording. However, when I, uh, when I clicked on stop recording, it didn't save it. Even though it's supposed to automatically save it. I looked through the library, that recording is gone. I was a little frustrated at first, but at the end of it all, I just, uh, I thought it was better off that way because honestly, I didn't like the recording. It was I was kind of, I was just kind of stretching out the time and there wasn't a lot to talk about, but, um, real quick that, that recording was supposed to be a review of the anime movie Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Um, at the end of it all, I didn't really care much about it because, oh, I, I mean, I do care about the movie. So I gave the movie a seven out of 10 because I thought it was a mistake to release it as a theatrical movie. And it would have been better to release it as an OVA series. But besides that, the reason why I decided not to do the review again or try to make a new recording of the review was because the movie is like almost two years old or about two years old. So I didn't think it was it, it was it was kind of pointless to review that kind of movie now. So, yeah. Another thing I want to talk uh, touch up real quick is really more of a gripe. So, like I said, the. Um, Recording did not save at all, even though it's supposed to. So I guess it was a glitch on my podcast distributor, which is Spotify for podcasters. And by the way, and this, and that's my point. Why is the name so awkwardly long? I mean, what was wrong with Anchor? Anchor was fine. I mean, it was actually called, it, I mean, the full name was Anchor by Spotify, but most people call it Anchor. So why change it to Spotify for podcasters? It's so awkwardly long and unnecessary and on top of that it's confusing i mean the url is confusing because the name of the of the uh name of it of the um of the program is spotify for podcasters but the url is podcasters.spotify.com which oh why well that's enough of that so uh today's today's audio log i'm gonna read it from an article that i that the headline caught my attention, and you'll see why in a bit. Uh, when I was scrolling through my, uh, when I was scrolling through my uh, through my news feed on my web browser, and it was, uh, like I said, caught my attention. It was written by a Jess Hardiman, who was from the Lad Bible. So the Lad Bible is one of those sites that is not on my blacklist. And now that I think about it, maybe I should talk about my personal blacklist in a future episode maybe i don't know anyways so the lad bible i have nothing against the lad bible uh every time i see them on every time i see their links any on any website it's always like 
it's always talking about some cool or interesting stuff that to, to preoccupy your time for a little bit, which is really nice. And as far as I know, they don't really talk about any heavy political stuff that is easy to twist or or misconstrue the uh, the truth in it to get people emotionally riled up or one side or another, anything like that. So let's read the title, uh, the headline. It is Christian OnlyFans model says God wants her to keep making content until she's in her 70s. Oh my goodness. Why is this a thing? I mean, so it's so you can see why it got my attention. But I just want to talk about the, the, just the title for a little bit. So originally, I gave this woman the benefit of the doubt. She she said she's a uh, OnlyFans model, and everyone knows OnlyFans is highly regarded or just has this reputation of being basically a pornographic premium website. Fun fact, as far as I know, uh, OnlyFans doesn't really advertise themselves like that. It's really the creators, the content creators who do, who does that do the kind of advertisement. Anyways, fun fact, I've actually heard that OnlyFans was originally supposed to be a competitor to Facebook. The idea was that uh, users would follow their uh, their their preferred content creators and they'll pay a subscription service to basically get higher quality content compared to everything else, compared to all the other websites that content creator might might be on. On top of that, the also the subscription also makes sure that there's no ads, which makes sense. But then you, as you can see, the reputation went down through a specific avenue and it's known as it is today, which is awful. It's just really awful because it it's, I already said it, it's basically, a premium pornography website by its reputation but anyways what i'm getting to is the fact that i i originally gave this woman the benefit of the doubt hoping that well she's on OnlyFans, maybe it's not the best choice for her to make content maybe she's not making pornographic content maybe it's like maybe it's like other kinds of content that's premium and it has nothing to do with pornography not pornography at all so i I went on a web search, quickly uh, typed down her name and uh, turned off the safe search. And now it's uh, her stuff is pornographic, unfortunately. The other thing that I noticed is that she calls herself a Christian OnlyFans model, or at least from this title. And it kind of reminds me of a time where me and I mentioned a good friend of mine, fourth of his clan. We never meet people like this in public uh, outside, but we do sometimes run into folks like this online which is folks who call themselves like um a gay christian or something like that and like what and you know you ask them or we ask them the obvious question so how can you say you're both gay and a christian or how can you say these two ideas can coexist even though they cannot uh and it they'll never and as every single time it's never they never um reference any scripture or anything like that it's always more like well i feel like it could be like be like this or it's my decision or something like that which is unfortunate because this is something that me and me and my friend uh, came to which was that a lot of these folks who are doing this they're basically what they're doing is putting their their sinful identity in front or alongside their christian identity both physically and spiritually which is unfortunate so let's move on so so the model claims God told her to keep 
doing or keep going until she's in her 70s, saying she wants to be a gilf, which stands for Grandma, I'd like to. Oh my God, F. Grandma, I'd like to F. What I find interesting about this first uh, sentence is the fact that two, that the first half talks about talks a certain way and then it suddenly changes on the second half because if you look at this the first half said god has told her to keep doing going until she's in her 70s so so according to her she said that god told her to do this which honestly that's a big red flag for me um i might have said it before but i subscribe to reformed uh presbyterian uh theology and i don't believe that god that God will ever physically or verbally or whatever tell an individual today to do something that is contrary to the Bible. I don't believe he will do that because anything and everything he he needs to say to us has been said and recorded in the Bible. So that's why I don't believe that. I do believe miracles happen, but that's another topic for another day. So if you notice here, it says she believed God told her, but except in the second half, it goes on saying that she wants to be a gill. So it go it comes it goes to it comes from God told her and then suddenly it changed to she wants to. So this is kind of telling me that what this sort of is telling me is that she is somehow confusing her emotions at the moment for as if they're God's will, which it's not something exclusive to her, which unfortunately it's in reality to a lot of self-proclaiming Christians in America today where, uh, yeah, it's just so commonplace. It's unfortunate uh, that this, that this happens. And I was going to say something else, which is the fact that I would really like to know about her Christian walk. Like, uh, where, uh, what denomination she subscribes to? Is she a member of a church or anything like that? I mean, how is she a Christian? All those things, like all these theological implications. Does she read a Bible every day or how often does she read a Bible? So I want to know that, but then alternative, alternatively, I think there might be something else, which is she just calls herself a Christian, not by name, but just to get attention, to stir the pot and get like this, get a spotlight on her because I'm, because I'm assuming, so I'm assuming that she believes and a lot of other people unfortunately believe this, that there's no such thing as bad publicity. That is absolutely not true. I mean, look at the Hollywood and internet celebrities who are completely blotted out from this world from from simple scandals to full-on like sex crimes or something like that like there is such thing as bad publicity and when you think about it who's been telling us there's no such thing as bad publicity the big corporation hollywood all these folks who are making the millions who are telling us this stuff so we don't go up so we don't go up a level and be a competitor to them they don't want com competition they don't want any of that which is uh, that's just the that's why i think it is but still, there's no such there is such thing as bad publicity. Let's continue. Okay, so first of all, I'm not gonna say her name at all. I'm not gonna give her the time of day. I'm not gonna patronize her. I'm not gonna give her free publicity because honestly, I don't want people to start patronizing her at all. So I'm not even gonna mention her name. I'll just call her by Amara. So Amara46 has a million followers on Instagram, which honestly that doesn't mean anything. 
your followers, your likes mean nothing at the end of the day. And earns 120000 a month on just OnlyFans. Okay, so this is pretty interesting. Oh, by the way, I actually read up to half of this article to begin with. And it's... I'm not trying to give any flack to the uh, to the author of this article. It just seems like you'll find out quickly if through at least half of this article, it's like the rehashing of the same thing that this Amara woman is saying over and over again, which is more or less, God told me, I believe this is okay. Jesus Christ would like this sort of sort of line, something along the lines of that. So, so I don't blame, I don't blame the, uh, the author of the article because there's not a lot to work off of from what I'm, I've seen so far. So 120,000 a month. Okay. So later on, it says that Amara, uh, comes from Colorado, but doesn't say that she still lives in Colorado. And I did some research. Amara does have her own website, but there's no mentioning where she currently lives. Um, I just assume off the top of my head, just because of the depraved nature of this type line of work, I would assume that it's probably, she probably lives in like, uh, Los Angeles area, maybe San Francisco, New York, or like maybe just due to the fact that prostitution is legal there, maybe Las Vegas or somewhere else in Nevada, who knows? But anyways, my point is, is that, uh, what was it going with? It was the fact that I don't. So I'm assuming if she's from those areas, 120,000 a month is barely scraping by, especially in California. California housing is so ridiculously high. It's not even worth it. You know, just take it from me. It's not worth it here. And off a little off topic, but still parallel to this. I finally now I understand why a lot of young and old folks alike do not want to go back to work, especially a part time job because it's not worth it at all. It's not worth it. Um, hundred. So like I said, 120,000 is not a lot. So she might be doing another hustle uh, along with this, uh, which brings me to another thing, which was that the fact that now here's advice to both men and especially women, since women are being targeted a lot by unfortunately other women from OnlyFans, don't do OnlyFans. You're not gonna make a lot of money. Like. I, I'm not far of saying this, but 99% of people who, who do OnlyFans do not make a lot of money. This, this is a terminology I learned when it comes to OnlyFans, which is top 1%, top 0.1%, time, top 0.01%, referring to the top earners of OnlyFans. The reason why they're up there is because they already have a huge fan base and following to begin with. So when they open an OnlyFans, these people will just pour their money into their account. So that's the reason why it's kind of like when Belle Delphine originally, when she originally opened a Pornhub account, but none of the videos are actually pornographic. And then porn stars got really mad at her because of all the attention and follows and likes she got on those, on that content. But the reality is that it doesn't matter if these porn stars put any effort into their um, job, but it's the fact that Belle Delphine has a, has a huge following. And that's what I'm reminded of at this moment. Uh, continuing on, uh, her faith. She found her faith after having a dream about Jesus when she was just nine years old. My goodness. This doesn't tell me a lot, but based off of this, it sounds like she calls herself a Christian because she has a, a, a dream about Jesus when she was a little kid, which is ridiculous. Imagine going to someone and say, how are you a Christian or how, or 
why are you a Christian? And they said, oh, because I had a dream about, about Jesus Christ when I was a little kid. What? I had a dream about Drew Carey once, but that doesn't mean I have to dedicate my life to him. Like, what is so ridiculous? I mean, if the dream lead led someone, if a dream led someone to study and learn more about the Bible and learn more about their depravity and their need for a savior and salvation, that's fine. That's that's absolutely fine. But the problem is, it just sounds like that. She had a dream about Jesus, so she calls herself a Christian. <sighs> Continuing on, the influencer who hails from Colorado has previously hit headlines for arguing that Jesus would have loved sex workers. Okay, so this is something that I noticed that is that happens a lot in uh, that happens a lot in the modern modern uh, culture, especially in when it comes in face to Christianity and the theology behind it around it, which is the fact that. People have this hard time separating a a sinful action with with their own being. What I mean by that is the fact that so for example, like if I say like God God says homosexuality is a sin, people will automatically translate that to God hates people who commit homosexuality. And no, that's not what we're saying at all. So the problem is, is that the fact that God loves someone doesn't necessarily mean that he loves what they're doing. There, there's a there's a divide between those. There's a clear divide between those things. For example, I could love I could love my uh, let's say I could love a friend who's at uh, who goes to church with me. But that doesn't mean I have to agree with everything he believes in. that. Like, let's say he believes in I don't know, a certain political position that I am against. That doesn't suddenly mean that I'm for it because I love him. That, that No, that doesn't mean the same thing. Um, continuing on, and this is the weirdest part of this sentence. Having threesomes with her husband and the holy deity and for, and for saying that her X-rated profession is what God wanted her to do. That's such a weird way of, like, first of all, what? I did, a threesome with her husband and the holy deity. So now she believes that she's having sex with God while having sex with her wait husband oh my goodness i didn't that didn't click in my mind until right now so she's married wow i don't understand i don't understand men who do this like they allow their their wives to go into pornographic stuff or do pornographic things there should never be a time or place or scenario where that should be permissible or should be even any resort at all that should never be that should never happen um so continuing on you notice the part where it says she said that that her x-rated profession is what god wanted her to do based on what what is what is her proof in this where does she come to this conclusion it doesn't say here so far hopefully it talks more about it later on but so far there is no proof of this continuing but while she has been shamed by fellow worshipers for her saucy snaps First of all, what are these fellow worshipers? Is she actually part of a church or are these just a bunch of randos online? Because to me, nowadays, if someone say they've been harassed by a fan base or threatened, I'm not going to believe them because if they've received messages, hello, you could take a screenshot and then show the receipts to prove what you're saying. Because nowadays, a lot of people will say, oh, I was harassed from this fan base because I was corrected on something, whatever it may be. I'm not going to believe you at all. 
Continuing on, she said God is not only guiding her through her venture on OnlyFans, but also wants her to keep going for decades. What exactly is guiding her? Because from from my knowledge, it's just her lustful desires, her uncontrolled lustful desires, and her love of money that's really guiding her. Those two go hand in hand when it comes to OnlyFans. They're not going to be... Unless you're just out of control, uh, what's the uh, nymphomaniac? I think is the is the actual term. You're unless you're that, you're not going to be posting pictures, pornographic stuff of yourself on online in public without money for the most part. Continuing on, oh, this is a quote by her. I want to be a gilf, as we said earlier, and empower older women to keep and feel good in their own bodies. She said. Okay, so. Why is it that feeling empowered and good in your own body has to be like a sexual release? There is a lot of things we can do with our bodies that isn't sexual. For for the most part, I don't understand. So this is something that I realized that she wants. There's a lot of this. I feel great. I feel empowered and all that stuff. Okay, well, that's not what the Bible calls us to do. It calls us to glorify God with our bodies in every aspect of life. And yes, I include sexual life, but, what, but through a biblical manner. But besides the point, why is it, especially when it comes to women, when it comes to empowering their bodies, it's about, it always has to revolve around sex. I mean, I kind of, I remember this one video from, and I can't remember this woman's name. It's a blonde lady. She, uh, she was talking about, it was like a few seconds long about the hypocrisy of feminism where it's misogynistic for men to sexualize women but for some reason suddenly it's empowering when women sexualize themselves you can't have it all right continuing on i also want to encourage them to have an active lifestyle or active sex life excuse me um if this was taken out of context with no context around it i guess that's fine but Honestly, since we know what she is actually talking about, it's not a good lifestyle. Continuing on with another quote, I know that God doesn't want me to retire. Based on what? That's the issue. She's not giving us any basis for any of her claims. Continuing on, God is guiding me through my OnlyFans career, and he said I should continue creating content until my 70s. Okay, so that's just a, she's just rewording what what it was said earlier and now she's claiming that she received a message from him that she should keep going until her 70s that doesn't sound right at all my husband doesn't want me to retire either he likes the money too much okay so this is more like a a love for money okay so if they if you love the money so much why don't you just why don't you prostitute out your kids huh why don't you do that because it sounds like it's a love for money granted i might be reading too much into it maybe that's the case and I'm not going to say they're horrible, despicable people beyond what I'm reading right here. I'm not going to start accusing them of what I just said. But it's an, it's something to think about, really. So the mom of two... She's a mother as well. Okay, I did not know. That. The mom of two may be a devout follower of Christ, Christianity. Based on what? But believe the Bible misogynistic. Okay, so now... Okay, now this makes more sense. So she's one of these people who call herself a Christian but doesn't follow the Bible. Okay, so given given that the Bible was written during a time when women were not allowed to read or write. Okay, that's a real common misconception. It's not that they were not allowed to read or write. There's there's a huge 
I don't know where this myth came from. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot of men, women, and men who did not know how to read or write, but they still serve a role in society. Okay. But that's a huge topic for another day. Because of this, she's on a divine mission. I would put quotations around that. There's nothing divine about that. To help women embrace their sexuality and prove that, that this is what God intended. Again, based on what? Amara said, having OnlyFans is too much fun and I love my fans. Alright, so it's not really... It's not really about her godly wonk. It's more about the money and the attention and her... And her, her, her libido that's really controlling this. Uh, another quotation from her. I asked God if he wanted me to continue stripping and the answer was always yes. How did she come to that answer? I see now that I'm being, a, I'm being guided to continue so I can help women and men have healthy relationships with sex and their bodies regardless of age. That's a little disturbing if put it out of context. Continuing on. To me, sexuality is a huge part of my faith. It's a gift that God gave us to experience with other people where both parties are consensual. Okay, so she is, that is probably partially the most biblical thing she said so far. Yes, it is a gift from God that he gave us to experience and glorify him. However, not with other people, but with your spouse. With your spouse that you're married to. I can't believe I had to say that because some people will try to construe that to mean something else. Continuing on, when we experience an, an orgasm with some, someone else, we share a small part of how God feels about us. You can't see it, but I just face palm so hard, I almost smacked my own eye out. Like, where does she come to this conclusion? Oh, I know, she doesn't read her Bible. She just said that earlier. Continuing on, Amara previously told how, how has the told us how the best sex she's ever had when she hops into bed with her husband and the Heavenly Father twice a week. First of all, don't tell us that. Keep that private to yourself. She also recently shared her top tips on how to make a woman a climax, which involves focusing on the task at hand, being gentle and taking your time. So is she a sex doctor all of a, su a sudden? Final quote from Amara, everyone should try inviting God into their lovemaking at least once. You'll be opening yourself to experiencing heaven. No, you're not. This is disgusting. Um, this is like very, very disgusting and a very twisted sense of Christianity. The reality is she needs to repent. That's all. That's really what it is. She, this is such a disgusting form. Twisting and depraved twisting of the scriptures that should not she should not be doing this at all i mean like i said earlier i would love to hear not debate her but i would love to hear where she how does she come to this conclusion in face of you know the reality of christianity which is god's word the bible where does she come to this idea like honestly i'm I don't want to put her on the spot, but at the same time, she's making claims that's putting her on the spot. Like, she claims that, oh, well, women women didn't know how to read or write, which is which is completely false. Um, that's a huge myth that's been spread around for so long. I mean, look at, um, I forgot the names, but in the New Testament, there was a, 
there was a couple who were a member of the church. I believe either the wife or the husband name was Aquila, Aquila. And it was noted, it was specifically noted in the Bible that the wife was very intelligent and she like she was very educated and intelligent with, with how she um, not only how she uh, postured herself but her knowledge of a lot of stuff was very great especially when it came to the bible like she was praised for that so i mean there's your proof that women didn't know how to read or write so yeah like i said i would love to see if i could if i could figure if she could actually give any an explanation as to why she thinks that these two things her being a christian and her being in basically the porno pornographic industry could coexist like, but at the same time i think i know the answer i've said it so many times throughout this entire audio log so that's the end of the article and that's the end for me i got a landish ship so i hope you enjoyed the uh my time here thank you for listening until next time I'll see y'all later Yo, thanks again for listening. Please share amongst your friends and leave a review. Thank you in advance, and if applicable, I'll love to hear your response to the poll or Q&A that I left. If y'all have any comments, questions, or suggestions, then y'all can voice message me directly on this show's Spotify for Podcasters page or direct message me on mine. Until next time, I'm a villain, not a monster. Post Tenebrous Lux. Die today, live tomorrow.